What up, though? Y'all already know what this is. Expect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Chill with me. First of all, want to give a shout out to people who are listening in other countries. Germany, France, England, uh, Holland, everywhere, man. Australia, New Zealand. If any of you are listening and have Twitter, hit me up. Let me know that you're being heard. Would love to have any of you on the show. And just chop it up. It was good to hear about battle rap from different countries. Want to hear what's going on in your area? I'm on Twitter at Podtier P O D T I E R, or you can you can email me. You can email me. Um, Ledge Culpepper. It's a long name, but it's L E D G E C U L P E P P E R at Gmail. I'll probably change that. <laughs> but yeah, hit me up. And just let me know what's going on in your area, how y'all get down, the type of battles y'all watch, type of battlers that y'all are into, things like that. I think that's very dope, and I'm very appreciative of your view and your listen. So, that's dope. That's really dope. Just want to touch on Daylight versus Lux possibilities. I felt, and I still sort of feel like it's a troll, because that date, December 2020, that daylight throughout telling Lux he gonna die that day. I just feel like it's one of those classic daylight trolls. And what I mean is, I'm not saying that they haven't talked about it, but I don't think nothing is etched in stone for him to be throwing the date out. But uh I rarely see Lux partaking that type of shit. So it might have some legs, but my thing is I wanna talk about the possibilities and I feel like this is one of those battles where there is no gray area I don't think we're going to walk away from this battle being like it was okay or it was cool I feel like this is either going to be really fucking classic tons of like a lot of cool layered shit and we go back and be like oh my god this is fire and even and even in the building or even watching it live on whatever pay-per-view is on we're going to be like Oh, that's so dope how he said that. Or it can be a little bit overly complex. They might lose us a lot and it might be a dry battle. So I feel like it's either going to be a classic or tragic. I don't know which way I'm leaning right now because I don't know all the particulars. We don't know the venue, what the league reportedly they're trying to like do it themselves. So trying to come together with a whole different rollout for this one. So we don't know, but I, I do like the fact that it's being discussed because I always felt the one person that can meet, that can meet Lux and cancel out. See what Lux always has is that ability to win outside of the building. He is the, once I watch it again on cam King, he he is. Because that's what everybody, all the Lux apologists, and like I said, I have no favorite battler, so I don't care about this shit. But the Lux apologists would be like, oh, it's close now, but wait till it's on cam. Well, with Daylight, he's he's just as layered. Sometimes he can be more layered because the, the topics that he chooses are obscure references and just, I would say, just very unique schemes and points of views that I don't even think battle rappers really like to talk about that much or get really that in depth with. So it's a little bit different with daylight. 
So Daylight can win a battle if you look back on Cam as well. I think that I think they cancel each other out. I think where Lux might have the advantage is he can still be dynamic and versatile when it comes to performance. Now, antics ain't performance to me. <laughs> it's being silly, but I'm talking about performing your material in a way that it captivates the crowd to make to give the, to give off the impression that you said something way much more significant than it really was. I think Lux has that ability where daylight can simply lose you and never get you back. So it's going to be interesting to see how that battle unfolds. But I feel like as far as being a dope battle, that totally depends on the venue, the setting, who's in the building. Because my for my money, I would have it on a volume with neutrals there. And that's the thing with Daylight and Lux. I like they don't really come super deep. Like there's certain people you see with Lux that's that's been with him forever. There's certain people that you see with Daylight that's kind of been in his corner forever. You might see two or three or four of those, but I don't see not in a volume setting like this massive entourage. And as long as Lux don't have a nigga jump in his round again, because that was horrible. As long, as he, as long as he stay away from that, I think it'll be a neutral crowd there at a volume. More like volume one. Because I think what everybody loved about volume one is... Even like when Twerk went against JC, I didn't notice that many Goonies around. I mean, they were there, but it was drowned out by like Cortez was in the crowd. Um, you know, Jims was there. Like it was just random battle rappers who had no like, yo, I ain't got no favorites. I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? And that was like kind of the essence of volume one. So I feel like. Daylight and Lux, if they can get in that type of arena and in that type of venue with that type of setting, it's going to be a classic. And if they tie all that lyricism in with still being direct, like don't veer off. And if, you know, it's a lot of ifs, but all in all, I think this is the battle that can put Daylight in that. Because I think all Daylight wanted was a shot at Lux. Not all he wanted. I'm sure he expired for other things. But he's been talking about Lux forever. And it was a watch battle. With, I think it was the he was watching Lux destroy Miles with Avocado and watch battles. And I think he was. it was something the way he was talking. You can tell that he still wanted it. I, I felt that when I watched that. And that, that taping happened maybe months ago. Earlier this year maybe. When I seen that. So, yeah. I think... Daylight can hang with Lux. It's not far-fetched. It's not out of the realm. They're both lyrical. I, I would say Daylight can be lyrical, but he can also talk with a little bit more aggression, too. Like, he can he can switch it up and be a little more direct, too. I've seen him, you know, be a little more direct. Like, if you really like... I'm saying like a lot. That's terrible. But, no, if you look at certain punchlines, his best lines... Some of those were dope. They were dope. The rock, paper, scissors shit was dope, but it wasn't, it wasn't intricate, but that was good because we got it on the spot. And when he said it, it was like, oh, oh, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's hard. That's heavy. So he got that in his bag. 
Lux can too, but he chooses not to. He likes to paint a picture, tell a story, kind of drag it out. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. What you tell Verb, you get a later, dummy. <laughs> like he, like he be talking like that. So we'll see. Again, me personally, because it's kind of up my alley. Like I love to hear niggas witty wordplay, intricate. I like, I love it. I love that shit. I love the straightforward shit too. I love all different styles. But this could be one of those ones we look back on if the venue right. If this shit is in a building that is more of a main stage, big stage type of feel, I think they're doing this all wrong, personally. I think they're doing this all wrong. Another battle that has a possibility, a little less than because nothing's been said, but I, I think it could happen only because this person rarely says somebody's name. So when Goods, the animal, says, Surf, let's make it happen. Surf has been on record saying that Goods is really super tough to beat, which is why I still think he'll take that battle because that's Surf likes challenges, which is conversely why he won't take John John. He don't feel like John John will help him elevate his pen, his aggression, his street shit. He just don't feel a, he really don't. I, I really believe that. I don't believe because at first you can make a case that he's ducking. But if you look at his resume, he's he's ran into niggas in their primes. So you really can't say that. But I would say he it's weird because with John John, I think he feels he could lose. But I feel like he think he can lose because he won't bring his best, if that makes sense. I don't think he fears losing because he thinks John John is nicer. I think he fears losing because, yo, I'm going to go in there, not take him serious, and I'm going to fuck around and lose. And he can have that hanging over me for the rest of his career. And that's the last thing I want. I think it's more along the lines of that. With Goods, it's going to be a challenge for him. And I think he's he's that type that will answer the bell and take that on. My thing is another one. That's another one that I, I can't see playing out being just okay or, you know, pretty good. I feel like it's going to be really, really good and entertaining or just flat out bad because they both can be flat sometimes. Goods can be flat because he's not barring enough. And I know he's not a bar heavy guy. But if you look at Verb battle, I even look at his battle versus it was, I think it was Suge and the one rounder. He can bar, he can raise up the amount of times he's barring. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that he can do it. It's just how frequent does he want to do it against somebody like Surf? And Surf had has these laws in his rounds where he wants to show you, I can do more than spit vivid street shit, and I can you know scheme and build stories, and that's just not. It this is not his it's not his not his bag to me personally. Like I've heard when he like I always go back to that rum shit in the second round and I still always be amazed that people gave him that round. Like his them lazy ass it was lazy to me. It was pretty lazy. Those Marvel Wolverine schemes and shit like that. That ain't it. So we'll see. We'll see with that one as well. So just to Two battles I wanted to touch on 
because one just kind of developed when Goods said it and it caught my attention because I never known Goods to really say names and be out there talking like that. Not that he was talking crazy, but just that he said a name and said, let's make it happen. This supposed to didn't happen and things like that. That was very telling. And then with Daylight and Lux, because they like said some shit and Lux responded and Lux usually don't respond to shit like that unless there's something, there's something building up. There's something, I don't think it's etched in stone. I don't know about that date, December, 2020. <laughs> I, I doubt that, but I do think something is coming up. So we'll see. We just have to keep, keep an eye on that. All right. All right. So with this segment, I just want to salute two individuals, misfit and official for having a dope, dope battle, dope, dope battle. You know, I was chatting with my man, Nico from the West, West up. Shout out to Nico from Nico TV. We was having a discussion because he was like, yo, it's a top 10 battle. I'm still disagreeing with that. I know he probably listening and laughing because I'm, I'm, he he would probably say I'm being a little stubborn with that. Like I got it like top 15, top, yeah. I want to say top 10, but it's a, it's a dope battle. It's an undeniable dope battle. A lot of people rock with it. I rock with it as well. Um, I just want to salute them and just salute the ladies. And I know the year isn't over with. We're still in October, but I still want to just salute the ladies of battle rap for having a dope, 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 dope year this year. Guess you can say a bounce back year, but I just think they was given more shots this year. I don't think they really bounced back. I just think they had more shots, more opportunities, and they took it. They took advantage of them. The emergence of RX, the emergence of mulatto black, coffee mulatto's been here but she really stepped it up this year so far she's on a car and we're gonna get into that too ladies and gents not ladies versus gents because you gotta read the front the fine print with arp and rare breed entertainment making sure that we know it's ladies and gents meaning that it's not necessarily going to be a battle of the sexist card but it will have women on there and women will be doing more than just battling men. They're going to be battling each other, show, showcasing that talent that we can get a crowd going with just us without men being a part of the equation, which I always said is important. So that's dope for Mulatto. She'll be facing E heart. That's a look. That's a look. Of, and I've always said if, if any of those vets, because the vets in women's battle rap do have this stigma and this. Yeah, I would just stick with stigma of not giving the the up and comers, the new breed, any shots versus them. A lot of them sit on a high horse. I seen North. I was on North's podcast. Was it for it was either for Watch the Throne or Panic Room? It was one of those times when he was having the show. And he was calling out names. <laughs> he said, yo, stop being bougie. He was saying, I ain't going to say the names. He said, I ain't trying to get in trouble. I don't want them coming at me. But he said like three or four names of the elite top tier women who just don't give shots and, you know, give back to the culture, so to speak. So I think um, for E-Heart to do it, I said if anybody in that bracket was going to do it, it'll be E-Heart, maybe 40. But I said E-Heart for show. And look here, Mulatto, here's your chance to rock on a big stage and I think it's a good look um yeah just for the ladies man Rain the Rebel I seen her get looks and get get call ups 
things like that. And I've been vouching for her. Reign the Rebels. She next year, by this time next year, mark this down. By this time next year, what is this? October eighteenth, twenty nineteen. By October eighteenth, twenty She gonna be that chick. She Rain the Rebels gonna be that chick. Remember I said that. You know what I'm saying? Barring any real life situations or something like that. She keep her head on straight and just attack. It's, it's really no stopping her, bro. She she different out here. But yeah, so it's really good for the ladies what's going on this year. I think ladies and gents would be a dope way to cap off a really dope year. I hope all the ladies bring their best material. Farrah, the world is looking at you right now. I've seen vlogs of people saying you're going to get 30. I've seen people like just make memes of you. It's crazy out here. Farrah, Clips, you know what he's going to do. You know Clips probably better, you, better than most of us. So if anybody can counter what he's doing, it's you, Farrah. You gotta, you you gotta survive. Survive if you survive. Here's the thing with that battle: she survived the first round. I think she's good. If she can make it through the first round, she's good. But if her first round flat and he tear the roof off that place, is finito. But um, yeah, it's more battles on the card. I forget. Oh, it's Shayna Ashley versus QB. Come on now. Two big time top tier heavyweight names finally locking in. And it's just dope to see. We got Yoshi G in the 1SK. We got Lady J in the 1SK. And I brought both of them two sisters' names up before, way back when I had the red and black lumberjack. All right, that's y'all don't, y'all don't know about that. But um, yeah, I brought them names up way back because they actually battled each other. And I thought it was a fire battle. And I was kind of disappointed that nobody brought it up. So I brought it up like I always do. I always bring up battles that nobody cares about seemingly, but be fire battles. So whatever. But yeah, and it's good. Now they're on the 1SK. Like, shout out to, like, again, Lawrence, Shada, Adam. Y'all doing it, man. Y'all doing it. I think... That's kind of what their 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 place in the league is, or excuse me, their place in battle rap is, and having a league. They do take chances. They they're a high risk type of league. Now it might fall on their face sometimes. It might, you know what I'm saying. It might not work out. Math and serious didn't really. People weren't really a fan of that battle, but they took a chance. And I respect that. I respect them being risk risk takers. When you look at the four round battle between Big Cannon and Sharon, wind up having a dope freestyle battle. That's kind of like I would say legendary. I'm just talking about that round, not the whole battle, but that freestyle and shit back and forth. Kind of legendary. Shit was fire. So that's what makes battle rap fun when you take these kind of risks. And I wouldn't call this a risk because I feel like the ladies aren't risk like they're just dope MCs, just like the men are so to have them on your platform finally and i'm talking about more than just one or two it's five year so shout out to misfit and O for like kind of i wouldn't say sealing it because like i said ladies and gents is coming up but putting a nice bow on it for right now because 
that battle is definitely a top 15 to 20 in my opinion nico i know you somewhere shaking your head but it's a it's a definitely a show stealing type of battle it's better than a lot of battles man better than a lot of battles and we gotta cut this out this whole thing excuse me this whole thing about old official sounding like twerk having the cadence like twerk moving around like twerk nah i we ain't doing that now we're oh there's so many brothers that's doing that oh but oh ain't <laughs> oh definitely not like i had to watch it again like look when she get into that whole scheme about lose weight 30 summer body like the way she did the little shape that's more like that's more like a hitman type of movement you know what i'm saying and not saying that she's even stealing from him but that's more of just battle rap movement period that's battle rap movement i, I didn't see her rocking back and forth twisting her her trigger fingers in the ground like that like i don't know what y'all was watching but we cut we cutting that out right now that's that's oh that's oh all the way but that's that's my take on that yeah we ain't doing that I do give him credit though. He is a transcendent battle rapper. Transcendent means his imprint on what the culture looks like is going to never be forgotten even 10 or 20 years down the line. You know what I'm saying? Saying I feel like Hitman is enough. He's transcendent. Remixes bring bringing people want to stay people want to have dope performers on stage. They want to move around. They want to have antics. They want to do all it's because of Hitman, man. You can't tell me he he don't make you want to get in your creative bag. That's transcendent. It's only it's not, it's not really that many. That's a big that's a big title to have. Like I'm transcendent in battle rap. That's it's not too many. But I do give him props for that twerk. But O ain't ain't on that list. Sorry. All right. So we are gonna keep it moving, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over the weekend, I was at an event survival to alpha league entertainment alpha rap battles shout out to yellow chick sig dollar for having me out letting me rock chilling brought my lady out we had a good time um everybody all the mcs were very cool i want to say salute props respect to guys like piranha uh, mike weiss chopped it up with them you know not really Long extended conversations, but here and there, just letting them know that I rock with what they're doing. They were telling me certain things like, yo, Mike Weiss was very kind. Like, yo, anytime you want to come out, it's a family here. You welcome. Like, dog, like, you know what I'm saying? I felt, I felt the love in the building, felt the love in the building. It's good to see that my city is like a unit like that. Cause a lot of times we get a bad rap that we not unified, that everybody's haters. And, I'm, and, it's, and I feel like, dog, if you traveled long enough, you have the good and bad in every city. If you grown and got common sense, you would know that. So to see that side was very, very dope to see. And let me tell you, the battles were really good. Opening battles were, the opening battle was good. Um, all the way to the end. Only thing disappointing is a couple battles didn't happen. Some people didn't show up and things like that. But overall, it was a good experience. And it kind of really put me in the mindset of thinking like if this Midwest new Midwest gets on and get the looks that they deserve, 
they'll be a force to be reckoned with, man. Because even in at that event alone, I seen different. I seen different. I seen unique. This kid, I wasn't about to call him a kid. He's probably the same age as me, or if not older. This guy named Vicious Inc. Like his delivery, his voice, it's raspy, it's dark. Like, but he, but his bars are there. He's just at a really different pace than everybody else, and it's dope. Um, a dude who opened up. I don't know. He might be older, He might be younger than me or the same age as me. Uh, Tony Nova, really good writer. His pen. He was saying some shit, but it's just that to me, he, you know, he got a little bit too heated. He got to control his, his anger. Was, I wouldn't say anger, but you know, it kind of threw him off after he calmed down. He kind of lost his place in a little bit, but he got it back. So yeah, Tony Nova was dope. I think it was a guy, another guy named Vicious was nice. It was some really nice, talented dudes. And even somebody who, you know what I'm saying? I've never, I think I've seen him once. 1500 illa or something like that Oof. He, he was cooking he from peoria illinois cooking so it's talent in the midwest once again shout out to everybody over there at alpha again yellow sig appreciate you guys showing me great hospitality they had the treats on deck they had they had stuff on deck to make you feel comfortable We'll just keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? But no, I really enjoyed my time there. And for people who haven't like ever attended events, there is, there is. And if you're media, especially there is distinct differences and there is reasons why you should go. If you want to cover battle rap, like seriously, if you want to just be entertaining and just talk shit, you don't have to go to battle rap events. But if you kind of like me and like want to, really give proper recaps really care about the art like I, I know that sounds nerdy to say or whatever but i care about the art like i care about who wins who loses potential think skill sets and all that nerdy shit i guess i don't know but i care about that stuff so being up close and personal does give you a different feel now i don't think it's going to look different on cam at all because it was in that particular setting at that particular event, I feel like it was a lot of clear wins. Oh, a young brother named King was nice too. He was nice too. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Forgot about him. He was dope too. But yeah, so it was just what you what you get there is a lot of people say the performers stand out a lot when it's in the building, but really the writers stand out too. You actually catch more shit there than you think like i don't think i'm gonna miss i don't think there's gonna be something i would miss on cam at all i feel like i heard everything a little more clearer than you do because sometimes depending on what league it is the audio isn't always your friend you know what i'm saying so being there hearing how somebody's piecing something together you get to catch a scheme quicker you get to predict a bar faster i remember uh it was me and piranha we kind of like seen a scheme coming or a line coming about Iverson or something. I don't know about, oh, it was like AI or something. And we he turned around, looked at me. I looked at him and we said the same line at the same time. And then like two lines later, the dude said exactly what we, was about, what we knew he was going to say. So like sometimes being in the building, you kind of get, you kind of get fast track and you kind of get it sped up. Your mind works a little bit faster on knowing what's coming 
and it kind of helps you grade a battle differently. So I would say, yeah, if you're a media, go to an event, man, get some experience there. Like this is not my first event. This is my first event in a while, in like a long ass time. But I definitely think you, as a media person, you shouldn't be afraid or scared or nervous about attending events, especially if you ain't been popping no shit. <laughs> like I, I instigate in fun. Like I like to all the West guys, to Dev the Demon, and um, real name Brandon guys like that. Like, when I do the whole new Midwest versus West Coast thing, like, they know it's all in fun. Like, I will never. And even in that, I don't cross lines either. Don't cross lines. Don't. I don't call people corny. I got to see them. I got to see. If, I, I, if I'm not about to call you corny in your face, well, I'm going to just call you corny. Like, even if your line was particularly corny, I won't call it corny. I was like, yeah, I ain't like that. I ain't like that line. You know what I'm saying? I, it's a respect level. Like, I'm media. Like I'm I'm respectful. I'ma tell you the fucking truth though. If it's bad, I'm like, nah, that didn't hit. That ain't it. But I'm not gonna call you corny or he a lame, he a sucker, coward. I'm not like in my role here in media, I'm not trying to be the star. Just trying to report, give y'all what I see, because at the end of the day, I'm still a supporter. <laughs> I'm I'm a supporter just like anybody else. I just got, you know what I'm saying, equipment to record and document what I'm saying. So that's it but yeah shout out to alpha love what's going on there maybe back again who knows and yeah man that's it so once again thanks to everybody tuning in follow me on twitter at pod tier p-o-d-t-i-e-r for people who want to donate again you donate you'll be a part of the show you can pick somebody to interview i'll get them on the show we can do an interview together you can get to ask some questions it doesn't donations can be anything. I don't have a set. It can be just it can be fifty cents. Like it's whatever it is. Like I'm grateful. You can cash at me at Ledge DVS or PayPal Ledge DVS three one three at Gmail. And yeah, continue to support YouTube content is different. It's not the same stuff that you hear on the podcast. So subscribe. I've been stuck on the same subscribers, I believe, for a while now. I'm doing live shows, interviews, recaps over there, predictions, and just interesting stuff over there. So check it out. Like and subscribe. And as always, keep it battle rap. Love.